0: Who would win in a fight? Ronald McDonald, or the BK King? Would you rather be hungover 24-7, or tripping magic mushrooms 24-7? Would you rather have to catch a fork falling off the Empire State Building, or play one round of Russian Roulette? Choose your useless superpower! Welcome to Barcast Comedy, where semi-pro comedians, Zach and Old School Kurt, answer crazy would-you-rather questions. No Old School Kurt today, but I am joined with stand-up comic, Chris Wellman. Woo! Thank you for joining us for the coldest episode we've ever done.
1: Well, thanks for having me outside. (laughs) Yeah, I'm even going hood up for this one, honestly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't look and out there the bar was popping today, so now we're outside in the cold. But so we're just going to bang this out real quick. Let's just dive right into this. First question we always ask everybody is, have you ever been in any bar
1: fights? No, but I have had to bounce a couple people out of the bar. Uh, when I was working at a Wide Right, another comedy venue, I, it happened quite I a hear bit. I there was a
0: lot of fights there.
1: Yeah, it didn't help that we had a massive homeless camp right across the street for, like, a year. Uh, but, yeah, uh, my first week there, actually, I had to hop over the bar to go save another bartender who was trying to kick a guy out who got violent. Yeah, and I just grabbed him by the back of the shirt and then... Uh, the owner, Megan, afterwards, she was like, I didn't think you had that in you. I'm like, yeah, it's cotton candy on a psychopath. Like It's a, a candy-coating exterior, and don't you hurt the autistic bartender. Like I treat him like a little brother. Don't, don't, no, not on my watch.
0: Then it's go time. All right, would you rather have to catch a fork off the Empire State Building, like you're at the bottom, it's being tossed off, you got to catch it, or you got to play Russian roulette just one round? Like just one time you got to squeeze the trigger. And forks just keep getting tossed until you catch them.
1: Playing Russian Roulette may be the very last thing I cross off my bucket list. So let's go with that. It's already on the list. I can get a fork. <laughs> you think you can catch the fork? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Do I get a baseball mitt? No, it's just bare hands. Bare hands. Someone just tossing it for you? No, no, fuck that. In the, and neck. the wind,
0: I feel like that's more dangerous, honestly. It is. You're just getting stabbed with little pitchforks coming down constantly.
1: I have to catch it. It's not try to catch. It's I have to catch. They no, keep throwing. No, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that.
0: That one you're gonna get hurt more with a Russian roulette, though. It's just a higher chance of dying, but it's quick. It's yeah. just, boom, we're done. Painless, simple. Yeah. It's only one time. You don't got to play a whole game of Russia.
1: And I know as soon as I hear that click, if it's one of the other five blanks that are in there, I'm just going to be like, oh, ho, 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 double or nothing. Let's go again.
0: Let's go again.
1: <laughs> My heart's racing.
0: Would you rather be extremely hungover 24-7 or always tripping magic mushrooms?
1: Uh, I mean, I did... Take a break from booze, because uh, I was hungover <laughs> 24-7. I'd rather be tripping. Do, do I get a still to still go to sleep? Because I can't sleep if I'm tripping. You
0: can sleep. Okay, but As good. soon as you
1: wake up, you're tripping. All right, that sounds actually way better. Let's do that. I don't have to drive. It'll be nice. You're
0: just always in a good mood. <laughs> yeah. And that's just free mushrooms,
1: too. That's great at that point. I know, right? Like, that's my favorite drug anyway, so might as well.
0: Would you rather go to jail for a whole year or until you can solve a Rubik's Cube?
1: Rubik's Cube, hands down. Can you solve a Rubik's Cube? Yes. I learned in a uh, sophomore year of high school. I was with a bunch of uh, very Christian nerds. and So how long are you going to be in jail for? Uh, probably eight minutes, because i got to remember the last couple of algorithms, but they're as soon as I get it.
0: I'd probably go in jail for a year. I, I like to say I could if you give me a whole year just working on a Rubik's Cube only, but there's a good chance to. I will just never solve that Rubik's
1: Cube. I am so grateful I know how to solve the Rubik's Cube right now, because I'd rather, honestly, play play Russian roulette again (laughs) than go to jail for any length of time. You're like, I'll do that one again. Let's go back to that. There's still four more shots.
0: Choose your useless superpower. Would you rather have the superpower to spawn a bunny, but it's always angry? And basically it just starts attacking everybody, you, everybody around you. Or you can run through walls, but only 50% of the time. And you have to like fully commit to the wall to find out whether it's going to work or not.
1: The wall sounds like I'm going to have less drawbacks because... Running into a wall, like, it's going to be a very cool trick regardless. Either I'm going to fully commit to it and I'm going to run through the wall, cool trick, or I'm going to bounce off the wall and be like, holy shit, Chris really committed to that fall.
0: He really thought this time he was going through that wall. Yep, yep. It just, like, never works when you're around your friends and they're like, dude, stop. It doesn't work. I'm like, I'm telling you, man, it works. I was trashed last night. I ran through like four walls in a row.
1: That sounds like the perfect recipe for your friends to baker act you in 5150 and commit you to a mental <laughs> asylum. And then that sounds like perfect recipe to break out. be a cool closer act too. Yeah. You run through the wall or you knock yourself out. And just become the concussion comedian or the disappearing comedian. No thoughts on the angry bunny though? It's not the same one from Monty Python. It's not that bunny. It's a normal bunny. But it's just
0: angry and it just starts hitting everybody.
1: I mean, that's an adorable offense to summon plus i can do a whole rabbit out of the hat a uh, trick at that point take someone else's hat and just like how the f-? <laughs>
0: <laughs> just constantly it'd be a good getaway too at the bar somebody get into trouble just bunny fuck a smoke screen just rabbit <laughs> angry bunny <laughs> hide your tricks who do you think would win in a fight the bk
1: king or ronald mcdonald i feel like the burger king king his head hurts to punch so i'm, I'm gonna put it on him that's like punching a person in the NFL, like, when they got their helmet on. It's just, you're gonna fuck your hand up.
0: Can you see out of the head, though, the BK King? That's the X question. The eyesight on those things
1: is not very good, but... I guess, but it also becomes a battering ram at that point. Ronald McDonald's just got hair. He's got that giant armored crown on top of a giant armored head. You're right,
0: that's basically just a spear. (laughs) At that point, just headbutt. That's a
1: weapon. (laughs) And he's the king. It's a king versus a clown. What's Ronald McDonald got? Fucking clown shoes? Fuck out of here, Ronald McDonald. He just takes off his big ass shoes. You kill people with your food that's what you're known for don't send your mascot out all
0: right what if we make it a royal rumble and add the chick-fil-a cows three cows coming in all at once royal rumble i don't know
1: i I feel like a cow is just going to try to get away since they're herd animals like that's in their nature like maybe do a little kick but how tight of an octagon are they fighting in
0: 10 yards 15 yards mate? not 10 yards
1: i don't think it's a normal size ufc rink Okay, but then again, like, isn't that the cow's, like, home turf? Because cows live in fields, barns, and, like, cow pens. So, what is the octagon? And they got the numbers at that point. (laughs) Yeah, the octagon's just a cow pen.
0: Would you rather have $5,000 cash or be immune to fall damage? $5,000
1: $5,000 cash. $5,000? you are like, just give me the cash. <laughs> I fall a lot, and I'm just used to it at this point. I'm good at fall.
0: <laughs> you're like, I already don't take much damage.
1: Yes, I, I'm tiny, I'm light, I have a twink body, I weigh 120 pounds. It's not that bad if I fall down.
0: I think the fall damage would be pretty fun, though. I feel like you could win some money on that, bets with people. It's like a video game. Like, you just landing, you're like, oh,
1: I'm good. Can I pair the fall damage with my ability to run through a wall 50-50. Run through <laughs> yeah, because, because then I'll take the fall damage. Because, then he'll take it. Yeah, that's the best super, like no fall damage and I can run through a wall some of the time. some percent of the time he makes it through. Other time I bounce off and no damage. Alright.
0: That's why he throws him off too, like any superhero fight. They're like, what the hell?
1: Then again, I could really use the 5000 bucks right now.
0: <laughs> I actually saw this uh, hotel on Instagram. This hotel in Japan. And it, you can stay there for one dollar a day. But the only catch is they live stream your room 24-7. But not like the bathroom.
1: I'd be fine with that. You're like, yeah, I'll take that. I'll, I'll do that. I mean, as a comedian who's fucking producing way too many shows, I feel like I'm doing that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, I gotta feed the algorithm. Oh, you're gonna feed it for me and I only have to pay a dollar? Like, pfft. Done. Oh, yeah, that's free advertising. Done. <laughs> just doing your stand-up in there. Yeah, oh, uh, God. No, you get to hear the worst part of it. You get to hear me talking to myself throughout the day. Plus, I already live in a van. I'm just going to move into this hotel and be the Truman Show. <laughs> like, I can stand up, finally. I don't have to crouch to get dressed. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm staying in this hotel. Do you have any good van stories? I mean, lots. Living like, in a van down by the river? Uh, Sometimes, yeah, when I want it to be good van stories. Oh, so... Th- the first week I moved in was an adjustment. Uh, the very first night, someone came and like shown a flashlight through some concerned neighbor uh, as I was parked in a neighborhood. Next day, I had a cop knock on my window. And then the third day, I went out and did comedy, parked kind of near where the comedy venue was, fell asleep in the van, woke up, uh, hung over as shit. Uh, but a little bit horny, jerked off, and then as I'm pulling my window screens down, I have realized I have parked outside of an elementary school. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm an exi- accidental sex offender just because my house was that close close to a child's playground. <laughs> yeah, that that fucking sucked. Uh, yeah, what else? A, that's got to be a shocker. <laughs> yeah, lesson learned. <laughs> Do I have anything else? Uh, I've had a bunch of Karens knock on my van and annoy me. Just like, you can't park here. And I'm like, bullshit. Uh, uh, It says, according to the street parking sign, I can park here unless it's it's street sweeping or some shit. So a bunch of people like that. But that's not cool or fun. That's just annoying people in fucking rich neighborhoods. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, how much TP did you hoard during the pandemic then?
1: Uh, none. I wasn't in the van at the time, luckily, but, uh, I already had a bidet at my place, so I was already, (laughs) I was literally sitting and shitting pretty.
0: Uh, You're prepared for the apocalypse. That's why you have to get a bidet now (laughs) in your apocalypse survival kit.
1: I mean, that's the nice part about living in a van. I could park by a river and just hey, there's the river. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's nature's bidet. Uh, what
0: was the first joke you wrote when you ever wanted to become a comedian?
1: When I was 14, first writing and trying out stand up for like school talent shows, uh, I wrote about my physical disability. I have essential tremors, handshake all the time. And so I wrote jokes about that. And I actually (laughs) still use some of those jokes in my, uh, because I have to address the fact I'm trembling on stage every time. So, uh, uh, some of those jokes are still in the act. They've been spiced up and told through the lens of a 35-year-old versus a 14-year-old, but yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, one other one too. So let's talk about the Naughty Show cuz you were one of the first comedians we actually wanted to have on our podcast. Me and Kurt were going to do wanted to do an episode uh, with you and have somebody like just getting tied up with ropes, doing the whole rope show thing with us.
1: That'd be so down but for But then that. I was
0: like, "We're not going to get monetized?"
1: Yeah, monetization. You can't do that <laughs> having a kinky comedy career. You can't yeah, you can't censor that and still have it in the How'd background. How'd you come up with
0: that idea, though?
1: That was a spinoff of my original show that I still run today called Comedy and Kink, uh, which was the first show I started in Denver at a BDSM dungeon, where normal comedy show, at the very end, I get a dom or a dominatrix to come on stage and then teach the comedians how to do BDSM on me, and so I'm the bottom for that show. And one of the, I would change the theme every month. One of the monthly themes was rope, and I'd have someone getting tied up on stage. And I didn't like that because it broke the formula of this show versus doing a demo at the end. This yeah. is a rope thing that's happening all the time on stage. And so I just decided that should become its own show at the local rope dungeon, Studio Friction.
0: Yeah, I was like, what a wild idea. <laughs> I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> All the shit I run is just spinoffs of various kink ideas, because I do a naked show, do that kink show, do a slutty storytelling show, do the rope show.
0: Yeah, what's it like trying to find comedians for a naked comedy
1: show? (laughs) Ask if, like, hey, you want to get naked (laughs) for people? I don't like approaching people directly because of that awkwardness uh it's very weird to essentially go up to your co-workers and be like hey you want to be naked together on stage i'll pay you money i promise i'm not a creep versus just doing a general post hey i have some spots open for the next naked show that always sells out do you want to do it pays really fucking well a much smaller pool of comedians who are Uh, wanting to do it but then again that show is the hottest audience out of uh in terms of comedy it's the hottest audience (laughs) they just are so eager to laugh and so so many comedians are always down to do it yeah Yeah, it always sells out weeks in advance uh there's a group of nudists who come to that show every time and they don't come to the rest of my shit just a group and they're all older nudists too a lot of bald shiny do they show up naked then uh, they get naked as soon as possible. They
0: get naked They're as soon as the they show first up. First ones naked, so the crowd can get naked too.
1: Oh yeah, that's half the fun of it, with it being body positive. <laughs> so and, was just naked. Uh, about two thirds of the audience gets either topless in their underwear or full nude. Uh, but those nudists in particular, like I said, they don't show up to the rest of my shit, and I think that's because they have to wear pants. <laughs> They're just like, fuck it, I'm not fuck going this out. Bullshit. I get it, pants suck. Like, I, I would wear them as infrequently as possible, too, but yeah, <laughs> they only come to that. Uh,
0: what was your hometown scandal? Or, like, high school scandal? Story you know, you and your friends
1: always talk about? I didn't really have a hometown because I grew up military. So I'd only spend uh, like two to three areas in a- What was your military scandal? I guess, I guess, um, the one I was involved with. My sophomore year at high school in D.C., I sold teacher Coke, <laughs> and then on school grounds. Yeah, on school grounds, I had sold several teacher drugs. Like it was well known when I was drug dealing in high school, like in that area, the teachers would buy weed off me usually or pills. And how
0: did the teachers come up to you on that?
1: <laughs> they asked to speak to me after class or just know where to approach me. Uh, uh, but this one teacher, she was completely like straight laced, like teetotaler. And she asked me for weed, and then she asked me for Xanax the same day. And I'm like, I don't have either on me right now. I sold out. I do have some coke. And the second time, she's like, I guess I'll take some coke. And as she's buying coke off me, she's like, I'm going. Just I'm just having a rough time. I'm going through a really bad divorce. That was Friday. Cut to Monday. <laughs> Monday she comes in first period and she is fucking flying <laughs> like she hasn't slept I sold her an eight ball for some reason <laughs> she hasn't slept she is just in a full manic I haven't slept mode and just like not making sense drawing equations on the board and shit like that and my best friend and I like we look at each other and I was like I sold her a coke <laughs> and he's like oh fuck dude you need to get out of here <laughs> so that was the last day she worked we had a substitute for the remaining <laughs> three months <laughs> Of high school, she got herself fired because she did my coke. Oh man, that's so wild. I was part of the scandal.
0: <laughs> that's great. I always get weird with that question. Usually goes to teacher sleeping with students.
1: No, that's the way it. It's like I thought it was gonna go when she's like, hey. Talk to me after class, and I'm like, "There's no way she wants to buy weed.
0: <laughs> There's no way she wants to buy weed, so she must want to suck my dick." <laughs> yeah, I've seen this. <laughs> Not <porno. my> <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Have you ever seen a ghost? No, I don't think so. I want to. Yeah. I used to work at the uh, old resort uh, down in Colorado Springs called the Broadmoor. It's been around for like 120 years or some shit, uh, and there was always claims of ghosts, and everyone there believed it. So I'd be walking around like the spa. And I'd hear a noise when no one else was in the spa, like, as I'm cleaning late at night. And I would just, like full-on opposite of scooby-doo just run towards the noise like where are you ghost and just i'm like man none of the ghosts like me they're fucking playing hide and seek i heard one of them call me a nerd <laughs> these ghosts don't want to reveal themselves to me at all
0: the ghosts are hiding from you they're like oh shit he's here get out quick guys go go go
1: chris the friendly twink <laughs> showing up.
0: oh that's great all right would you rather find out that the earth is flat or the moon is made of cheese I mean both of them would be
1: great (laughs) because of the flat earth lore I would say I would be amazed by that space cheese is also a fun mystery like does that mean there's a giant cow out in space just fucking squirting milk all the time and then it gets swirled up in a galaxy and becomes cheese becomes a cheese moon (laughs) I don't know both of these are so interesting one of them involves an ice wall and possible giants and a giant cover up no one would cover up the fact the moon's made of cheese we'd be like guys you're not gonna fucking believe it. You know that nursery rhyme? Turns out it's true!
0: <laughs> it's American cheese. We're there first now. <laughs> We're calling it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going with the moon, though, just because I don't want Flat Earthers to be right. God, that'd be worse than them be like, I fucking told you guys
1: so. I knew it. I kind of love that about those grand conspiracies where it's such a big cover-up that if that was true what a delightful trick they hoodwinked on all of us guys we thought it was round the whole time damn it we're idiots (laughs) i don't know that tickles my whimsy more
0: you got three hours to disappear and stay hidden for 30 days while the world looks for you if you succeed you get 10 million dollars What's your plan?
1: I mean, I'm already prepped for this. I already live in a van. Where are you taking the van to? I don't have to take it anywhere. I just have to paint it a different color, and no one's going to know it's my van anymore. Uh, my van's teal. That sticks out. Not a lot of Ford Econa lines are teal. It's named Shaquille Teal, by the way. Shaquille Teal. <laughs> if I just paint it white, I could park it everywhere. I could be driving in front of cop stations as they're actively looking for me. They're not going to find me. That's
0: genius. The whole world's looking for you,
1: though, too. It's like, I'm white. searching for you. How and why I know this. I lived in D.C. during the Beltway Sniper, the D.C. <laughs> sniper, back in the day. So interesting way to start off a story about eighth grade this was before i sold the teacher coke (laughs) but when initially they came on with reports of like hey we uh, day three we officially have a mass shooter that's been five people dead in the last three days uh so they started making a warning uh and then they initially for a month month and a half they thought it was a white cargo van and that's when i realized oh my god white cargo vans are fucking everywhere they're not going to search every white cargo van but someone made a misreport about they saw they heard the gunshot and then saw a white van drive away They got it so wrong. It was a blue fucking Caprice. (laughs) It was an old, early 90s blue little shitty sedan. That is nothing. White van. Yeah. (laughs) But it's only then you realize how many white vans exist everywhere. So I just got to become anonymous and stay in the van.
0: You know what I would do? I'd pull a balloon boy. You remember that balloon boy? Oh, yeah. I'd get a giant weather balloon and then not get in it and hide in my attic. And then everybody would be searching for me in that weather balloon, trying to get it down for 30 days. And then I would come out like, Guys, surprise.
1: Okay, alternative theory, if you don't have access to a van like I do, why not just convince the richest person you know to just let you chill for a while. Yeah. Because what are they going to get? My reward money? My $3 million or whatever it was? They're like, that's nothing to Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to hang with you. He bought fucking Twitter for $44 billion. You think he's going to rat me out for 3000000 million? <laughs> he'll let me live tweet and everything. They can't yeah.
0: find me. Because <laughs> you a Twitter account. Yeah, You're just going wild. <laughs> Tweeting out clues. <laughs> you're like I like, where the fish go to sleep. And they're like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> like, I don't know either there but they're searching <laughs> he's at the bass pro shop would you rather meet your soulmate or it's not a would you rather question wow i'm really screwing him today <laughs> you get to meet your soulmate, but you have to eat a whole door first like a wooden door do you do it oh. your soulmate also has to eat
1: the door too do we lady and tramp it in the middle <laughs> like do we kiss at the middle of the door is that
0: <laughs> i was gonna say each person gets their own door but i'll allow that <laughs> <laughs> the door. but you don't have to eat the doorknob i'll allow that too just the wood
1: do i have to do it under a time constraint
0: there's no time constraint. You just got to be chomping on the store.
1: Because uh, I would like chop that wood up, like soak it in water, make a whole <laughs> recipe out of it. That was a weird thing I was still remember to this day. Like You know if you buy shredded cheese, a certain percentage of it, it's like half of it is wood pulp? Really? Yeah, so I'll just make my own shredded cheese and just have tacos. (laughs) We can cook this wood door, we could soften it up, soak it in some water, boil it.
0: That's when you start a YouTube channel, cooking with a door.
1: Yeah. Somebody's
0: (laughs) going to go viral from this question off a channel, cooking with a door. Cooking with a door. It's like, have you seen the guy Barfly, uh, who cooks foods on plane? Yep. God, I love that guy. I want to get him on the show. Like, how does he get that stuff on, like, a plane?
1: Uh, See, I'm just monetizing every idea you've given me so far.
0: (laughs) There you go. You're like, all right, where can I get a door this weekend?
1: I'm going to live stream out of the hotel as I'm eating the door. (laughs) Sometimes I run through the wall, but I don't have fall damage.
0: Choose your curse. You send and you're stuck with this curse for the rest of your life. You hit every red light while driving, or any vehicle you're in, or soggy socks. Four days of the week, though.
1: Red light. I will take the red light. I already drive a van. It doesn't go fast. I'm not in a hurry anytime I'm driving the van. It's my house. (laughs) You're already home. I drive it real slow because I gotta be careful.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm with you. The four days is a lot. I mean, I was kind of thinking.
1: That's the one time I thought I might be autistic. When I heard about sensory issues, I immediately was like, oh, wet socks. That's why they have to get off my foot immediately. As soon as my socks wet, it's
0: Yeah, I could tell when I saw that you were like, I hate what socks are. Red lights
1: all day. (laughs) Who
0: would you rather wake up in the arms to? You wake up in the arms of a gorilla cradling you? You wake up in the arms of Darth Vader? Or you wake up in the arms of Donald Trump cradling you? And they're just in your bedroom like cradling you know
1: the amount of bears i slept with i feel like the gorilla is the easy answer just a big hairy dude and then it's, oh, oh uh, i forgot oh you're actual king kong
0: uh, i'm gonna go with darth vader he's a star wars emperor i don't know he's cradling me he, he probably likes me maybe he'll let me play this lightsaber
1: i've already slept next to someone with sleep apnea and has the sleep apnea mask so i'm not uh, looking to rush into that trump that just feels like uh, sleeping with the traitor <laughs> i choose the gorilla i <laughs> I would think that
0: too, but now I would feel bad because then, like, what if somebody else they killed the gorilla? You know, another Harambe situation.
1: Oh, uh, well, you didn't explain you that be kind of a scenario. For that? No, I
0: don't know. You wake up in the arms of the gorilla.
1: <laughs> it's every day. Is it the same gorilla? Uh, yeah, we'll make it every day
0: now. Okay, it was only one day, but now this question's every day. You just wake up in the arms. <laughs> All right, this next one's a visual question. This is a good one too. How would a centaur spoon? Am I the big spoon or the little spoon? You're the little spoon.
1: Spoon involves arms and legs, not legs and legs. Not legs and legs, so you're saying like that? No, like the first one, yeah.
0: Oh, you're right, yeah, because there's the arms. I see what you mean. Yeah, because otherwise it's just the legs.
1: Plus, I don't have to feel his massive centaur dick pushing into me (laughs) as he wakes up with morning wood. (laughs) You're right, that's a good point. (laughs) Don't need that pushing you out of bed in the morning.
0: (laughs) Let's go into our last segment of the podcast, which is my favorite segment, which is where we drink Capri Suns and try to break the Capri Sun world record, which the record for the fastest time to drink a Capri Sun is 10.41 seconds. And it was actually just broken again by somebody, and it's now eight seconds. So what I got for us is some Capri Suns here, and we're gonna try and break the record. And you can pull the straw off, but you can't put it in until I say start.
1: Oh, that's half of it? Yeah, oh, that's I half of it bent too. My straw. God damn it.
0: Alright, I'll go five, four, three, two, one, go. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one, go! Oh, Look, you might be in that record. <laughs> you were right around that nine, ten second part. That was scary. <laughs> squeeze.
1: Gotta squeeze it.
0: I, I saw you doing that, so I started squeezing but I squeezed all the Capri up to the top here, and then I was drinking down here, and I was like, fuck, I had to squeeze it back down.
1: That hurt. Wow, that
0: was impressive. <laughs> that is all for this episode of the podcast. Don't forget to drop a like and subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, check us out on YouTube. We're giving away a toaster at 10K subscribers.
1: Follow me online, Chris Wellman Comedy, Chris Wellman on Fet Life. Uh, my dick pics are Googleable. Sorry, Mom. Uh, and then follow all my comedy shows Naughty Show, Comedy and Kink, Bear, which is my naked show, and The Down,
0: which is tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. Subscribe. Do do do.